When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. All right, Patrick. We got to talk. Uh, got to talk about your guy Tibbs in a in a battle with the Wolves last night. But you're in a battle with the vid. <laughs> I got the uh, we, well. The only thing we had the uh, the home uh, the home uh, test, you know, the home rapid test that is said not to be a hundred percent accurate, but. Uh, you you got to wait for the second line to pop up. You're yeah. supposed to wait 15 minutes. Mine popped up in about 12 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a pretty good indication that uh, I, something was going on. So I, I ha- I'm, I'm confident I have it, and I'm confident that three days from now I'll be feeling pretty good. Right now I just got the bad headache and a little like a bad cold in the yeah. – in the, in the, but it's – Thank God for Pfizer. Let me say that. Let yeah. me say that right now. It's always bad when uh, instead of that line popping up, it's just like the eyeball emojis within 15 <laughs> seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Just go someplace <laughs> quick. So, uh, plus, I got my good old oximeter, too. Did you guys get one of those in the height of the early COVID? No, you were telling me about oximeter. that, though. You, you bought one of those, right? In the, in the oximeter and... Uh, Tells you allegedly how much air you have, and if it gets under ninety, uh, you're in trouble. But if it's supposed to be ninety-five or above, but if it gets low nineties, then you got to be looking. But if it gets low, I was talking to Molitor about it. He has a he has a uh, sister who's a nurse. He told him now if it gets to ninety, go to the hospital. He waited until she got to about 87 when he was in there for a week. So Wow. You know, way wow. back early, early days of, of this thing, he was in there for a week wow. fighting. So I trust the oximeter, too, and it still has got me at 95 or 6. So Yeah, mostly hot air blowing out of yes, the Yes, right. Air, that's but, true. Well, hot, hot takes 110%. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Well, Stop all right. We're, we're glad, you're, uh, we're glad you're, uh, you're, you're fighting this thing. So last night, the Timberwolves – Took an early lead like they usually do, and then the fighting Tom Thibodeaux's steamrolled them in the third quarter. The crowd's going crazy, and I feel like over the last 17 years, the Timberwolves almost always tuck their tail and curl into the fetal position, but this year they don't. No, they don't, and uh, Jalen Noel Noel, uh, comes out and uh, lights it up in the fourth quarter. They have another thing they have that they haven't had in the past. They have some depth. They have a little bit of depth. This yeah. guy doesn't get to play that much, but uh, he's pretty good. You know, the guy's kind of getting phased out as Nazarene, isn't he? He's only getting about 12 minutes a game. I, I think uh, 
a little bit. I, th- I think this guy likes Finch likes uh, more speed in the game, don't you think? Than, yeah, uh, is that yeah. One reason that uh, I, I mean, I've always kind of liked Naz, but uh, it's, he's it's, fine. Yeah, he's fine. He's a fifteen minute fine. As a, yeah, you probably don't need to be playing him thirty minutes a night. Yeah. He's been getting about twelve, but he was second guy off the bench for a, a long, long time. But uh, the other thing about him is you never know, you know, with who's, whose night it might be. You, but you got the big three, and then you got – I mean, I'd hate to see big three and include D'Angelo in it, but uh, he's been playing pretty good. Yeah, this is a good team. And uh, uh, the Knicks, meanwhile, are having lots of trouble because they, uh, they, they've had a lot of lot of illness, but the mix just doesn't look right. And, and – Somebody said that whatever the Hawks did to Julius Randle last year, everybody else is doing now. And, he, you know, he was damn near the MVP last year. That's why they won all those games. And he's okay now, but he's not He's not dominating games like he did last year. And that's one reason I think they're back under 500 again. So uh, they uh, – and th- there were some games early in the year, Tim's boys were shooting like 45 threes. I, didn't, I, th- I think he went nuts. I don't know what was going on <laughs> Kemba hasn't worked out for him really, and uh, some other some other some other other things. So that was a good win, and uh, it was interesting. Uh, Towns quotes about uh, you know Madison Garden, Madison Square Garden was the place when he was a kid, and his mom always wanted to go to games there because she thought that that was something special. So that yeah, he's he's been playing good. We got to admit it, he's been playing good. So on Tibbs, it is a crime. The the only thing the only guy that I think sh- should be um should not be required to wear the COVID mask is Tibbs yes. because they're silencing him and that yes. breaks oh, my oh, heart. Oh, he pulls it down every five seconds. I know to he yell is, at but somebody. I want to hear. But, but I want to hear more. I want to hear more Tibbs. I want well, constant Tibbs. The nose coverage among NBA coaches is very poor. It's very poor. Yes, it is. It's some of the old, some of the biddies who walk around my lungs and Byerly's looking for nose uh, nose exposure when the mask things. They could the NBA could use some of that. Yeah, get it up over your nose, there, fellas. Get it up over your nose. Yeah, it's funny. Like Tibbs, you know, he's. He's going through all the protocols, right? He's got the mask on. He's just standing there, and then like every five, every five minutes, he pulls it down and stands a foot from the official and berates him. And, and the good thing about it is, in New York, he can yell some f bombs at various people and his players and everybody, and nobody cares. We we're we are we're not. Their feelings aren't hurt. Like Glenn's that. wife is yeah. not there to be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what did I just hear? Did not like uh, Tibbs swearing. It does concern me a little that Tibbs, like that that right hand, will start to yes. shake throughout the game. Is that like I a conscious ticker? I was a little worried about early Parkinson's or something, but I think it's just basketball nerves, don't you? I think he just got that. But he does have that left hand deal going that uh, he all he always had. But. Uh, uh, I, I miss him, but I'm the only guy in town that does. But I like this guy. I like Finch. I, I think he's uh, he's pretty good. And uh, uh, nice drive to the basket by Cat to pull the game out. And uh, yeah. was, uh, another nice win. And, boy, that was a terrible last position by, uh, possession by the Knicks, too. That was it. Tibbs was over there drawing something up. Whatever he drew, they didn't do. I'll tell you that. that yeah. Was... So what, what do you think? I mean, Finch, it's, it's hard to know exactly because we're not, like, at the practices and stuff. But – he obviously has the entire roster listening to him. They buy into him. I mean, Anthony Edwards 
you know, delivered an ode to Finchie like a week and a half ago at a postgame press conference. Yeah. And, you know, what do you, what do you think it is? I think about they it? just see, you know, knowledge. You know, I, I would think that they see that this guy is talking stuff that, you know, talking to them straight and uh, not, not, not a lot of BS. And, uh, he, he'll take a shot once in a while after a game when they didn't, uh, when they didn't play well, but he's, you know, he obviously is a better people person than Thibodeau was and obviously a better coach than Ryan was. So, uh, you know, better knowledge of the game. And I think there's a, I think this is a lesson for the Vikings as they're searching for their coach. Oh, what a segue. A nice professional guy who knows, you know, who's not, you know, not, not as grumpy as, not as, paranoid as him now it's hard in football to get a non-paranoid coach but a mature individual who can relate to people and who people are going to listen to and say yeah this guy knows what the hell he's talking about you know it's not not some 33 year old kid who's gonna want you to run a draw play with quarterback draw with 14 <laughs> seconds left in the game and uh you know and say keep on going uh you know i, I think but now raheem morris to me is a add-on don't you as far as uh i mean if you're gonna hire that if you're gonna hire that guy then you hire todd bolts right before, I, before yeah, they're I, very very different styles of yeah. communication. Yeah, um, and they—I mean, obviously, both had their flame out stint. Yeah, I think the biggest difference is Raheem Morris was like thirty three. Yeah, when he when he flamed out with the Buccaneers, and the Buccaneers uh-huh. were that they were sort of entering this post John Gruden stripping down of the roster, yes. and Raheem yes. Morris is in, is intriguing. And there's been a lot of players like Jalen Ramsey came out yesterday and said he's, he's the that. best coach I've ever played for. Yeah, so. uh, I guess he is. I, I just think, to me, you know, Bowles, the job he had, he had no chance, you know, with the, yeah. with the job he had. I, it, But, again, you guys, you might be right, Phil, because he might be too much like Zim, because I think he will uh, chew some hiney, as they say, <laughs> uh, you know, if, if if somebody screws up. But, uh, uh, but they're interviewing an incredible number of defensive coaches, right? That's yeah, that's yes. what, that's what yes. it's five, five of the eight that, that are on their official list. Are, well, we are talked about it again team. yesterday, this idea that they got they're out interviewing all these head coaching. What are they when they hire the GM? They're going to say, here's a list. They don't know. Take have, your pick of who you want. We have no clue. They're way behind on the general manager list. Right. As far as interviewing people. By, by the way, polls, the Kansas City uh Polls. He's he's a finalist for the Giants GM job, and he's getting his second interview with the Giants today. He got his first mm-hmm. interview with the Vikings last night. So mm-hmm. yeah, on so, Zoom, I'm sure. Yeah. Zoom. So yeah. Giants, Bears, Raiders, Vikings all have GM openings, and the Raiders just started because they blew out Mayock, I think, on Monday. So yes, congratulations to them, by the way. What the well, hell? Why did you him? hire that, that? That'd be yeah. my question. Why did you hire? Well, so here, Mike okay, Mayock? I'm going to defend my guy, Mike Mayock, here for a second. So word <laughs> is, so he he nailed a bunch of like third, fourth, fifth round, kind of like Spielman, right? He nailed yeah. Yeah. all these like second, third, fourth round picks and whiffed on a bunch of first rounders. And word is 
John Gruden was the one that was sort of like walking into the room during the first round and saying, I want this guy. And then Mayock would take over the draft after the first round. And so they're throwing John Gruden under the bus for whiffing on first round picks. And (laughs) I'm, I'm buying it. Here's why I don't like to see Mayock get fired. Cause that means he'd be back on TV. <laughs> it does indeed. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. I'm uh, yelling at the television. I got Shut worse news, up. Pat. I got worse news than that. I think that there is a fighting chance that Rick Spielman spends 2022 on your TV somewhere. He was great on he that. He was on, on the po- sticks podcast. Well, really yesterday. He becomes human. Yeah. He, he like, he like, flips a switch and it's like media rick is here to talk about things and i'm not going to repeat myself the only and media PBS. i've ever heard him do was a couple of times i accidentally tuned into a uh a vikings radio broadcast when he was in the booth and that was gm rick in the exhibition just just saying absolutely nothing yeah GM that's gm rick yeah so he, got, he went, you know what i don't like that guy i don't like him i just don't like him so just, you, he's, 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 yeah, I don't know. He's so just, you ba- basically feel about Spielman like most Wolves fans do about Tibbs. Yes, you just don't like him. Just don't like him. I just, think, even, he's, I just, just think he's, uh, you know, he, he's, see? he's untrustworthy. That's what I think. I think he's untrustworthy. Now I congratulate him for being a great family man and. Adopting a lot of kids and taking them and raising them to adulthood and doing a great job for all that. But really, what do I care? <laughs> what do I care? As I am. Congratulations, Rick, on what your great work with your family, but I don't really give I don't care. really care. It doesn't have anything to do with, uh, <laughs> you know, I'd much rather have you, you know, be a little less family oriented and give the media more access that's real with me. That's, See, uh, so J- Judd and I were texting about this yesterday. So uh, there's, it's like an hour-long podcast with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks moving the sticks, and Rick Rick joined them for a long chunk, and they talked about... After he got fired. Yeah, this is yesterday. Yep. Okay. And, um, and he, about 12 minutes in, sort of unprompted, they were asking him about, like, the quarterbacks and the playoffs and stuff, and and he took it and turned the conversation to... I have definitely had some blemishes on my resume when it comes to selecting quarterbacks, and here's what I learned. And he, and he goes into this dissertation about why he failed as a quarterback evaluator, and it's like, you know, I get that you're not going to go up to a podium in front of the media and fans when you're employed as a GM and talk about how bad you are at evaluating quarterbacks yeah. while you have the job, but like a little bit more of that sort of humility and, and personal touch could have gone a long ways, I think. Yeah, and, it, you know, that's probably true, too, which is weird. But football is two different games, you know, foot, uh, offense and defense. It's, it's two different – and I think we've discovered as we go along, it's two different areas of expertise, right? That's why they got coordinators. And, like, Denny would re- draft all these – great offensive players and whenever he took a dive into somebody on defense, he was usually wrong. Now, sometimes it's because his hands were tied in the Warren Sapp situation, but uh, you know, Denny couldn't draft a defender. If he drafted a defender in the first round, you figured the guy'd be a bust, but uh, offensively he hit on everybody. So it was, it it, that's kind of weird. 
what we need desperately is this an HBO show with Zim and a bottle of wine <laughs> that we can, I'll pay for it. Okay. But like a three part show of Zim unfiltered talking about everything, including here. That's what I want. Drunk Zim would be, <laughs> I would, I would pay almost any amount to hear his unfiltered thoughts. I just want Zim to stay healthy and stay away from football here for a couple of years. He's, he's obviously going to show up and somewhere be a defensive consultant for training camp or something. But I think you're, you know, he's making enough money. He's getting paid two more years. Hang it up, Zim. You're, you, you were too, this season was too emotional for you. And as we talked about the other day, when one of his last speeches to his team is about all the bad breaks he got when he was coaching the Vikings, that's uh, that tells you that there's something going on there that's not healthy, right? That's yeah, that's uh, that's over the top. Yes, yeah. yes, that is that is true. So, say the uh, the Twins are announcing their Hall of Fame on Thursday. Okay, they're they're inductee. They're inductees or inductee or whoever makes it. If Caesar Tovar doesn't make it this time, <laughs> all all you youngsters are going to get visits at your home from me from uh, with COVID. Yeah, with COVID, <laughs> he's going to come with COVID. He's going to come. I'm going to send gifts. you. I'm going to send you a tube and tell you there's platinum in it or something. And when you open it, you're going to get COVID's going to be like right a out. mafia hit for Caesar Tovar. I went. I will tell you. I think this is the first time in ten or eleven years. They have removed me from the balloting. I did Why not. I did. I did oh, not wow. get a ballot. I was. You didn't get I was, a ballot. I was too critical of the Minnesota Twins over the last two years. I think they they removed me from from voting. I replaced I, you. I, unless you know? it was an oversight, I did not get I a ballot for the you, first time in eleven. Because I finally years. got one. Oh. You finally got one. I told wait, him. Wait, I wait, want, you didn't tell me. I told him I want a damn ballot. Did you vote for Caesar? Yes. Good. Okay. I okay. told you I did. Thank you. That's very uh, and and I wrote in Halsey Hall, and I know I'm not supposed to. I don't care. Yes. I want Halsey Hall in the Twins Hall of Fame. It is ridiculous that I, you know, I I still think the reason old divers anyway just think he's in it. <laughs> he just assumed he, he was had a in room it. in the Metrodome named after him. He can't yes, even get right. in the Twins Hall of Fame now. Okay, let me ask you guys this: who who was on the ballot that you think might get in? That should never get in. Ooh. Who is on the ballot? I, I, I have to look. Like I, Brian, I, like Brian Dozier comes to mind. Oh, okay. Is Brian Dozier on the ballot? I feel like I feel like they, younger they younger media. On, yeah, right? Doesn't he have no? I don't think he was on the ballot, Phil. I don't think he was on. I can look real quick. That's a tough so. case there because the the time of service has really been shortened down for what gets you in as they get harder up, right? And. uh you know, well, Dozier's, yeah, Dozier should not be in those. Like, like Michael Kadire got in, right? Yes. That's really iffy. I iffy. know. And I love Michael iffy. Kadire. I know him guy, too, right? but that's iffy to me. That's iffy. That, and Dan, that so, and be, Dan Gladden's not in. The, that should be the bottom. Gladden's not in, no. But shouldn't, shouldn't Gladdy combination of player yes. and broadcaster be in the Tons yes, Hall of Fame? Yes, 100%. Yeah, yeah, I, I think. I think that should be the case, yes. But uh, I somebody I was asking about this a month ago, and somebody said, glad he wants to get in on his player merits and uh, hell with the uh, broadcasting. 
Well, that's good, Glenny, because really, as a broadcaster alone, probably wouldn't make it, right? Oh, boy. <laughs> I love him. Oh, boy. But he's on with Provis. But he, he kind of drifts off what happened on the, during the play. Yeah, you got to be a little more specific he sometimes. He doesn't finish the play all the time. I Come wanna, on. When, I'm, when I'm listening on the radio, I want to hear what exactly what happened. Or There's a fly ball to the left. No. Now having teamed up Silence. with Suture <laughs> I've, heard, <laughs> I've heard worse. No. Oh, yeah, he has. I, I, Here's I, one, guys. Scott Erickson. Does he, he belong on the ballot? 90 mm. to 95, Pat. Well, you could put him on the ballot, but he's... Well, I'm just saying... Did, a World I Series... Mean, they, they, they if he gets... so many names, aren't they? Right, they are. That's Christian tough, Guzman's man. on the ballot. Brian Harper. Oh. Yeah, you, uh, you got to draw uh, Harps, uh, Harps, uh, Harper. Guzman. Really? Christian Guzman's we can't on the just ballot. Be, we can't just be putting guys in because they played for six years and were pretty good you know like there's no, got to be no. dave boswell past these here boswell boswell he again was a meteor you know really good but uh he was dean chance is another meteor you know he was he he's was also fanta- he was fantastic but he's, he's on not, not a hall of famer so yeah. at some point you gotta say i oh, we're taking five six years off and see what's uh see what's out there when we come back because we're we're out we're out <laughs> yeah, we'll see you later job. bye once, well, Joe gets, it, once, <laughs> once Joe gets in, okay, we're done. Uh, we're going to have to wait here a few years. It's it's tough because now that little desolate stretch between 2011 and like 2019 is it's catching up, right? Where you had this this failed group of prospects mm-hmm. and yes, yeah. Gardy Gardy will go, go in during that stretch, right? I would guess so. I think Gardy was on the ballot, right? Like they'll put guys in. Uh, Wait, Gardy, if, if Gardy's got to be a first ballot, yeah, he's got to be on it. No, uh, he is not on. Oh, the that's the uh, they they got a different committee, right? The, that's probably true. Yeah. Why I am not on that committee is behind me. <laughs> well, what they should do is they should have a veterans committee. The veterans cover the early years. I agree with and this. The committee should be me. <laughs> be I agree. You and a bunch of dead folks. Yes. Yes. Me, I can tell you who belongs. From I think you should stop silencing fair criticism of the yep. Minnesota Twins. Stop, the, theme here, stop okay? the steal of the Hall of Fame ballot <laughs> of the Golden Years. Okay, just because you're o for your last eighteen playoff games, don't take it out on Patrick Royce and no, Phil. They took Maggie, it out on okay? you. They ripped your ballot away. I know. I, I was ripping something a couple months ago. I don't know who somebody one of the local teams a month ago. Yeah, that Ricey, he never rips the Twins. What? Really? <laughs> Rod Ricey. <Yeah>, really? <laughs> he's a, yeah, he's a big Polite fan. Yeah, when I think yeah. of the protective shell around the Minnesota Twins, I think, <laughs> yes. I think Patrick James Ricey. Yep. Yes, that's true. <laughs> all right, well, all right, all right, gentlemen, keep us posted. Uh, by the time I see you Friday, I might be doing push-ups who knows hopefully all right P- so. pedialyte and uh and rest fiji water that works Pat Ricey here for fiji water okay. all right all right see you pat all right that's <laughs> wrapping with Ricey here mackie and judd in the smart <laughs> youtube channel